a uh, in the morning or something in Australia uh, afternoon. Kathleen G is walking in. Suzanne, Brian, British Columbia, Dennis, Chris. The simplicity of this message. Uh, knowing it or not, you have not been saying it out loud, this is about me, but the assumption has been in there for a while when you're listening to the head, yes? Uh, it's just almost like it's, a, it's an auto. It just goes on. When the stuff is going on in the head, you're either doing the thinking or you're the thought about in some respects, yeah? This message is just simple. Instead of having that manufactured consent already in place, this is, you see the same shit, like I'm afraid and you see it's not you, yeah? So you stop mimicking what the head says. Just like when you feel, have you never known someone who uh, gets diagnosed with a, a, a bad illness? Now they've had the illness, but once they hear they have the illness, they look like they have the illness, yeah? The day before, they looked fine, and they had the same illness. But as soon as there's an acknowledgement, there's the mimicking of it in the body. This is what's happening, yeah? And then from there, if you don't see this activity, you're going to be looking from it, yeah? You can't, it's just... And of course, then that which is seeing it is now looked at without any understanding as a goal to arrive at in the future. And because it's imaginary, it the head makes up imaginary requirements, a lot of shit, distance, time. You're already set not to succeed anyway. And just the whole idea of wanting to know God is the emphasis is on the knower all the time, yeah? Which is exactly what the selfing likes, yeah? If a topic called God brings the spotlight on it, it's happy as hell to look for God, yes? Because it's going to be the looker for God. <laughs> and in time, there's going to be a whole lot more of the looker for God than a God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had a friend here the other day he was saying he was afraid of of something and it was just a simple just like a like an oiled glove your hand just goes in yeah and the head had told him he was afraid he didn't know what he was yeah which is the greatest mystery yeah, we're not afraid or we're not unafraid. We don't know what we are. But these descriptions that define us as someone who's afraid, sometimes it comes out of left field. It's so obvious. It's not even close to the pulse of what's going on at that moment. It tells you it's like an old, uh, like the loop fell back eight years. And it says, you know, you're never going to be loved. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. It's the uh, the belief in it is unbelievable. Where you, you immediately mimic what that would look like, yeah. I'm never gonna be loved, and the head has no idea, but it just mimics it, yeah. And then the fear, the anxiety that's produced about it's not only now I'm never gonna be loved, I'm never gonna be loved, yeah. It doesn't say right now I'm not being loved. All right, far. You probably will be shortly, yeah? But the other one, I'll never be loved. Yeah, so it basically just canceled out any possibility. And the faith in this false evidence is what allows it to appear real. And then there's a mimicking of what we think it would look like to be bummed out or or bored or stuff like that, yeah? I don't believe the head can really uh, identify a feeling. I don't. It just slaps a tag on it and hopes that you don't notice, yeah? So excitement can be seen as, 
anxiety and vice versa. Anxiety can be seen as excitement. Some people love the excitement of, of drama, which is chock full of anxiety. Yeah. So this message isn't about changing anything. This is the problem. We keep changing something that's quite changeable. The point is to see you're not that which is quite changeable, yeah? And maybe there won't be any more changing. Your basic condition, the underlying condition, which will be like an all-terrain tire, will be content and satisfaction, yeah? And now you'll be driving around and sometimes you go into a pothole, sometimes you take the wrong turn, but the underlying very elastic, very responsive condition is a content and a satisfaction, yes? Which somehow it helps to see what you're not because what trying to see what you're not as what you're not is like two moving trains, yeah? The agitation is trying to get a clear bead on the agitation. It doesn't work, but when you see that which is agitated from stillness, a lot is revealed. And one of it is the speed of agitation. Yeah? So this is a simple message. Ramana Maharshi put it this way, being ourselves reality. Okay, that's it. So being ourselves in reality and not feeling like that, not sensing that, what are we going to look at? The activity that comprises the idea of me. Because obviously that me yeah, that wants to awaken is the obstruction of it. Yes? So you start seeing something and then what happens is you find true liberation, which is liberated from the need to be liberated yes that's the true liberation that doesn't come from force effort or or through time it's available now yeah how you are right now loses interest in the need to be liberated because what needs to be liberated is not us yes it's saying it's crazy, it's disconnected, it's out to lunch, it's out of the moment. And then we go buy books about how to get into the moment. We take what it says to be our condition. It's mind boggling. Oh, I'd hate to break the news to you. You've been disconnected for like five days now. I didn't want to, I wanted to make it easy on you but you got to do something unbelievable. I had no idea I was disconnected. Yeah. But I have tons of ideas about connection. And I'm definitely not connected. So therefore I must be disconnected. What do I do? <laughs> Just agitation, beginning agitation, but you can see it from stillness. Yeah. What lies before all that activity truly isn't an activity, unless you call dreaming is an activity. But that which the dreaming is coming from is stillness, yeah? And then you can see things. The tripod isn't shaking so much, yes? The wind doesn't blow the camera left or right. Volatile conditions don't make the aperture close or open, yeah? There's a clear seeing. Let the chips fall where they may. And all that happens is you return to the obviousness of things. Yeah. You see blue is blue and red is red. And you may never, ever waste another second looking for what can't be found. Yeah. That would be incredibly economical. Yes. You're not going to spend another second trying to get into a moment because you have realized you can't be out of a moment. That's fucking economy, isn't it? You want to talk about saving fuel, that's fucking saving fuel. And that fuel is now going to enrich your day instead of driving you fucking crazy all day. Yeah? 
It's the same energy. It's all neutral. We give it the meaning it has. Yeah. That thing is speaking the truth when it says, I'm afraid. We read it by a mistake. We think it's talking as us, yeah? We think it's us talking. When the head talks and goes, I'm afraid, we think it's I'm afraid, yeah? That the head's talking is my talking, is it? Do you really feel that? Do you feel like when the head speaks, it's you speaking? No, there's been so many free samples that you've seen that. You've seen the emperor with no clothes. You've seen it from the before, yeah? And then it's difficult to be completely fooled by that which comes after. We all have seen it. It's impossible not to, yeah? Won't be remembered, won't be emphasized, won't be honored. Try to try to be forgotten, erased, covered over. That's for sure. But the ups, the nakedness of it is obvious. Yeah. So first, are you that which is talking to you in the head? Don't you think that would be redundant? Why would you have to convince you to do something as you? I would I would imagine it would be much more efficient and you would just do something as you, yeah? Why is there something speaking and its direction isn't outside? It's You don't see people's thoughts on their forehead. I don't. I mean, it would be, you know, like a ticket tape. It's a ta-da-da-da-da-da-da. You don't see it. It's It's playing to an audience. I can't see that audience, but I know it's there. I do. There's a vast space. You may think an audience would have to be full of bodies, but it isn't. It's just a space, but something is whistling its tune in that direction. Yes, it is. I mean, you would imagine people would just go out and drink, but sometimes it takes hours to convince the person to drink. Yeah, it takes hours to convince them. Who is not who is that that's not convinced? Who is it that the head says I'm disconnected? Who is that? It's making an announcement to some audience. <laughs> Why would it have to make an announcement to itself? You'd be disconnected, yeah? Why would there be like a ding, I'm disconnected? I mean, would you be that far out to lunch that you would have to get notices like you get on the computer when someone sends you a message? Text ding, ding, ding. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Ding, ding. I would think you would feel uncomfortable. It's like a time delay, yes? And that time is that time delay, the delay in time is vast. Yeah. If you're in the before, you see the punch coming way, way before it hits you in the face. If you're seeing in the and after, you got a duck and it's too late usually. <laughs> time doesn't have one speed. It's given speed by us. Yeah. The us that we are and then the us that we're not. Unfortunately, a lot of the shits is being given to us as the us that we're not. Yeah. And what gives it all the feeling it has, the faith and the belief in it, yes? Let's shake that tree a little bit. See what falls out. Yeah. We've been at we we we've been playing the role of the audience. Yeah, and we've been played by that which is playing to the audience. Yeah. It has us believing we're on the 
we're in the movie and we're not the screen. Yeah. Hmm. But it's so obvious. First of all, life happens and then the report about it concerning you occurs. Yeah. There's a delay. It, there is. Something is felt. And then there's the idea that you're the feeler. There is not the idea you're the feeler. It pings off uh, the, uh, the felt, yeah? When life happens and there's a feeling, it pings to the idea that you're the feeler, yeah? Without the, the feeling, there would be no feeler. Yet you can feel away without a feeler, but there is no feeler without the feeling, yeah? I mean, that should say something to you. <laughs> you seem to be so essential, yet in fact you're not. Yeah. I cannot believe it. Remember when you'd go home from work and you didn't know what was going on probably. And around seven o'clock, the head breaks the news to you. You had a bad day. Yeah. All right. And then you swallow that. And then it starts thinking, you know, that guy was fucking with you. This is all made up usually, yes? And now you walk in and then you have this, oh, you're going to be fired no matter what. So you walk walking in and you're fucking anxious at work and you believe in this shit completely. And then the, the uh, forecast proof itself, you get fired because you're walking around in a lot of anxiety because you're afraid you're going to get fired. <laughs> and you get fired for that. <laughs> and all these blows and we just keep walking as if it's us do you believe you hate yourself do you believe you hate you but self hates self self hates self it does but we do not hate ourselves give me a break have you ever been loved by an Irish or an Italian grandmother when you were a kid? I don't give a shit how much trauma you go through. That impression for those years, fucking, they, that's powerful mojo. Yeah. My grandmother didn't, oh, Paul, you're going to be hated by others and you're going to hate yourself. No. The lady was a saint to me. Yeah. Oh, I mirrored it. No, you didn't. When I grew up, no, my grandmother was not hating me. <laughs> or she had a very strange way of showing it. One or the other. Yeah. Uh, I'm never going to get it. You know, the head is talking truthfully. You're never going to get it. Yeah. Why do you keep saying it's you? That's never going to get it. In this case, that you is never going to get it. You already are it. Isn't that amazing? Can you imagine what a way to deny the immediacy of what you're looking for, which is I am it, by wanting to get it? Isn't that great news when you hear it in a non-duality language, that when you hear you're not going to get it, it's a hallelujah, really? Yeah? Why? Because being ourselves reality, you can't get it. Yes. It's a dead point. It's already so. Yeah. So it's a crushing blow to the head, but it's a true hallelujah. Mm. So catch it. If you catch it once or twice, you'll start seeing it all the time. Yeah, you'll start, it talks as if it's you, but the you, but as a you, how it sees it, yes? Made in its image, so to speak. And it's afraid, it's small, it's myopic, it's threatened, yeah? Because it doesn't exist. It's like a shadow masquerading as the object that cast it, yeah? But to mimic its fears and call them ours and its, its forecast and ours is just the act of being identified as self, which is what the head is presenting. And you are not doing that act. 
You're just swallowing it. You're just listening to it. You're not the doer of it. This is what causes people frustration. They believe they've completely changed. And when they see the head hasn't, it's frustrating because there's still a belief they're the head. So they believe that head, that is me. If this me has changed completely, the head should change. And then they're flustered when the head does the same old shit it's always done. Yeah, it's not you. And what happens? Because of its reaction, we give up the revelation, so to speak. Yeah? We now think I'm not awake. <laughs> I did something. Just listen to satsang. Whoever feels good with you, a guy, a woman, a dog, a tree, just listen to it. See if there's a disarming quality and effect and just let it go. Let it go. Let it run over you. Not like a truck or a car, but more like water. Yes. And what needs to what needs for the water to seep in, it will. And it'll bring into stark contrast the misunderstandings that are obscuring you quite a lot. Yes. And maybe you'll recognize the narration you're hearing is about you, but it is not, you are not the you that it is about. Yes, please. Then you'll hear other bells ringing up there, really. You'll be able to acquire knowledge that doesn't come in the form of conceptual language. You'll know shit before you know shit quite a lot. Yes, just like you know just like when you have a place to live, it doesn't matter how long you stay at work, it doesn't convince you you don't have a place to live. No matter how far away from where you live you work, it doesn't convince you don't, you don't have a place to live. You have a knowledge that you have a place to live, yes? It's firm, it's secure. It's not affected by the longer you stay away from it or the farther you are from it, it doesn't affect it, yes? Just like the time with the Turkey fucking rug emporium. I had no floor, F-L-O-O-R. I didn't have any place to live. I was not going to buy an Oriental rug. And even though they said they would pack it into my knapsack, I wasn't going to go to Thailand, my next destination from Turkey, with an Oriental rug. They could have given me tons of Turkish coffee, Tons of apple juice, 12 hours, Tupperware, a fucking one-way ticket to Turkey again when I do have a house, but I wasn't going to buy that freaking rug, yeah? Because I knew something. I had no place to live. I knew it, yeah? <laughs> this is what our nature is like. You don't, you don't come to believe. It's so already. You come to believe the head is not you. That's what you come to believe. You do. You come to believe that something has been talking to you. That's not you talking. <laughs> and then that mysterious audience, we, it's only mysterious because we're built to look at things, to see everything as a thing. And that which we are is not a thing. You're not going to meet the altar Paul. Yeah, there isn't one. It's awareness, it's onness, it's brilliance, it's empty, yet allows everything to appear in it, whatever. Hoang Po tries to make it simple. He says simply, whatever can be perceived cannot be that which is perceiving. Yeah, simple, yeah. Whatever can be perceived, which I can look at every one of these squares and I see furniture, green background, people with weird ear accompaniments, strange shots from the chest down. I have no idea what's going down below. Lazy boys that look like the landing pad of an you know, aircraft carrier. Unbelievable. That All of that is not what's perceiving simple you want a simple little 
It's like a five in one or a little like pocket knife you can carry with. Whatever can be perceived is not what's perceiving. Simple measure. Yeah. So if I see you, <laughs> that you I'm seeing isn't what's seeing me. <laughs> and, the, and the me that thinks it's seeing you is not me. It's easy, eh? isn't it? Just throw these little nuggets in there. Let that, that little lotto ball roll around. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. This has become the last answer in my life. Pretty damn good, eh? I heard this. Who knew? I just thought this was another stairway, staircase on the stairway to heaven. I did. You know, I was going to I was figure, how can I not? The momentum was building. Buddhism, Hinayana Buddhism, Vajra Buddhism, Buddhist, Zen, non-duality, I'm on my way, yes? But what happened? I lost all interest in the stairway to heaven. I did. I lost all interest in, oh, there's a, a the new radical extreme new teachers in town. Far out, I missed him. I missed her, yeah? I start missing a whole lot of shit. <laughs> and that was hitting the mark, literally. Yeah. And an incredible thing happened. I felt a migration. I don't know what it was. I would like to picture it as a, like birds, but it was interest and attention. And the interest and attention in life was redistributing before my very eyes. <laughs> And I started seeing, Jesus Christ, there's been a huge loss of interest in self, that which is talking to me as me. And now all those goals and drives and aspirations I had based on the idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, I'm losing complete interest in because I'm not an independent, long-lasting, separate thing. Yes? What was generating the seeking, yeah? <laughs> yeah, so now what happens? Fuck, I don't know, I'm here. Yeah, it's indisputable. Now what's disputable or debatable is who or what's here, but here is here, definitely. There's an oneness that's un, undeniable. I'm not giving it a name or a form, but, and you're never get gypped. I'm here all the time. <laughs> and I think the same thing is in your situation. We're here all the time. Yeah. And then the incredible boundary we have, which is so beautiful, is nothing can escape here and now. Yeah. So all the ideas of there and then and the forecast and the 11 dimensions and all this shit are appearing as ideas or possibilities in here and now, yeah? There's nothing that departs from here now. Though we believe we can, we believe we can be out of the moment. We do not believe it. Our ability to believe has been given to it through the head. Yes. Our belief and our the faith and belief that we represent is a fucking gold mine to the head. It spends most of its time trying to convince us of a lot of shit because we have the juice that can make things appear. Things can seemingly be so through our belief and faith. Yes. That which isn't isn't. And the idea of you as a long-lasting independent separate entity isn't yeah but it can feed the idea of it can feed on what is and the faith that we are given to the head is producing the anxiety we're suffering from faith and thoughts set you up to feel anxiety and take it as fear where fear is a valid emotion and mental anxiety is not a valid emotion it's a mental acti activity about time. Yes? Yes. Does it move us? No. Can we move it? Yes. 
Can we give it the ability to move us? Yes. How? Faith. Look at faith and thoughts. The demise of most addicts and alcoholics are they're extremely obsessed with self. This idea of being the long-lasting, independent, separate entity. And there's a huge amount of faith that has been put into that idea. And it's get, and it, we have breathed life into something. We have actually brought about an appearance of something. That's how powerful we are. Yeah. And Jesus, see, I think he had the idea, but he says, hey, when everyone wanted to, you know, credit him for healing them, he said, no way, bro. It's according to your faith. Yeah. Yes. It's as you believe, so it is. Yeah. which comes first so it is and maybe you believe about shit no it says as you believe and then so it is so what's making so it is for us today faith and belief yes where is that faith and belief a lot of it goes to the head how do you know that well if you're occupied and feeling flipped out when there's no apparent threat right now in your room yeah, that's faith in mental action. It's dreaming up some idea of being destitute in the future and you're feeling anxiety now. That's faith. The Course of Miracles calls it uncaused effects. What's an uncaused effect? Something that isn't so, but you believe will be so, is making you feel really uncomfortable right now. That's an uncaused effect. You're the cause. The power, the faith, faith and belief neutral. The head is putting it into shit, yeah, and producing effects. I humbly believe if you saw what's going on in your head as not about you, you would have a loss of interest in it. You wouldn't have to try to lose interest in it. You wouldn't have to work hard to lose interest in it. You would lose interest in it. And with the hopes of satsang and this momentum, you'll keep losing interest in it. And that which has defeated you, that will not defeat you. Yes. That same power that was slave enslaving you to this fucking head will be enriching you tonight. Yeah. That's the message. The seeker is the sort. We live too long with that story, the seeker and the sort. We have. The seeker is the sort. Compress the time and space and be done with it. Yeah? You'll be moved to do what you need to do. Life moved me. It struck me sober. The action figure needed a lot of intense new instruction. And it gave me a way of life that I could stay in this on the operating table and not get up until the operation was done. Yeah. Then the action figure, uh, it wasn't going to be a forever operation. It was the urban renewal project got canceled. Now the action figure is, <laughs> it's not. It's not seen as a chariot of the gods. It's just, it's just seen like a Toyota, basically. Yeah. They get around. It allows the subjective experience to continue. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I don't believe by thinking from the head that heaven is a golf course, you know, an 18 hole golf course that me as a body is going to play. It just doesn't make any sense, does it? <laughs> so yeah that's the message you know the message is disarming loss of interest losing all interest in getting into the moment because you can't be out of a moment losing all interest in liberation because that which needs to be liberation is not you yes what i'm looking for is what's looking now 
<laughs> There's not a 10 year advanced uh, uh, plan to get it to become what's look what you're looking for. No, what's looking is what you're looking for. It's not like what's looking and then 40 pages of requirements for you to become what you're looking for. You are what you're looking for. You're not going to become it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 40 requirements are, be, are are the constant becoming what you're not. Yes. Which has to be a constant reinforced manufactured event because you're not that. For you to appear to be what you aren't, there's a lot of work goes into that. <laughs> a lot of becoming. A lot, a lot, a lot of becoming coming this isn't about becoming yeah. there's a big giant fact staring you right in the face <laughs> uh, so when the head goes crazy it's not you when the head thinks it's having a, a super incredible blissful experience that's not you yeah one side of the coin doesn't have your face and the other side of the coin doesn't have your face on it. <laughs> They're both bogus. <laughs> That's traveling lighter. You travel lighter through bliss. You don't hope that it continues. <laughs> and you travel lighter through heavy shit. Yeah. You hope that it, you know, it doesn't continue. So, all right. Thanks, bro. Open it up, Kerry. All right. There's hands. I don't have my glasses, man. So just uh, go I'll ahead. Tell you, don't worry about it. It's Brian. Can be Brian. Soon. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Just admit your blindness and we will lead you, my friend, my brother, Kerry. Admit your blindness. <laughs> Put your fake glasses down and repent and come with us. Walk with the lords, all of us. Come on. Forget about that host and the participants. All right, hurry up and start talking, Brian or Emerson. Yeah. You're up. You said, hurry up. <laughs> okay. uh, thanks so much, Paul. Uh, I just fucking love your message, bro. I can't tell you. I come here just because I enjoy like a lot. Because I'm, um, yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not the one. You know, I'm not causing destruction. I'm not going off and um, yeah with heavy payloads, you know, destroying relationships and that today. And it's, I'm traveling lighter and the, um, so today I was um, working out and I'm listening to this teaching by Long Chen Ramchen, Long Chen Ramchen, Long Chenpa, and it's on the primordial wisdom. And he's talking about you know, the real nature of reality, empty nature, you know, Dharmakaya, Samurakaya, Nirmanakaya, this, um, the same thing you're talking about, you know, just the truth of non-dual approach and the head just has a hard time of accepting that all this magical display of the mind isn't substantial, right? And like it okay so what you're just saying oh, about, oh, let about me just jump in don't worry right. about it being insubstantial the thing that's having trouble figuring out is insubstantial that's yeah the yes, uh, yes yes Brian. you're right I, I get it right and and i understood it then too when the when the reaction comes right because then i'm like yeah but you know yeah. this is the truth right you know this isn't your this is the thinking that keeps me stuck that keeps me in attachment that keeps me suffering that keeps me wanting to manipulate and control and i know that's not actually real and and yet so so then i'm yeah like the head just it has no problem reinforcing forever right like you're saying it needs to be reinforced is its own idea of self the selfing mechanism needs constant reinforcement to be substantially you know in embraced and and it has no problem with that so yeah it's i'm trying to so the trick of it is trying to explain this to others in a way that they can comprehend and and yet oh, that's that. that's the desire of the of the self too right like i yeah, have very little that. control yeah, yeah just yeah. just express it with your 
whatever, yeah. whatever is moving you. It's the fulfillment is the expression of it, not the. You're gonna get lost with tr the. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're so good at it, though. Like I really appreciate your expression. Not that. Yeah. You and me and I and other and yeah. yeah. It's it's you know I and I am I'm an expression of that and and a lot of people really appreciate this expression right here right and it's it's fucking wonderful to be that instead of you know burden to all my relationships and society right like back in the day and addiction and and even in sobriety without this understanding and without this yeah traveling lighter without this sense of freedom right and yeah it's just beautiful i just want to appreciate share my appreciation thanks <laughs> well now i appreciate you brian this that's a yes that's uh it's just you know it's almost as simple as if you saw a movie and you'd want to share the movie if it was very moving yes and uh, of course, most people won't go and watch it. And uh, but that doesn't uh, dent your that com that feeling compelled to share. And that's it's like a bird sings. Uh, does it get a mate or not? I don't care really. I don't think it. That's not the target. It's the singing. Yeah. So, and then there's someone always listening. The bird might not know. It may wanting another bird to listen, but it becomes an incredible amount of, of joyous entertainment for us humans. So, yeah. So we don't know how we're, this whole thing's being used. And uh, it's not, a, it's above our pay scale. We just sort of do what we do and uh, let go of the result, like we say in recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, of course, you'd go through frustration because you'd like, there's a desire to have someone uh, hear the message. That gets, in time, that gets blunted <laughs> and put away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that desire is already a, a neutering of the, of the message. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it, it hangs out there and it just like uh, shrinks and goes away. It just shrinks, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then a lot of it, what you are definitely will speak louder than what you ever say. And so you're just walking around, and uh, I don't give a shit about being noticed. I'm busy noticing a lot of other things. That's what I like. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's a trip. My Lucky idea of success was today. I went to. Uh, CVS, which is one of those fucking monstrous pharmacies, yeah? They're like the most empty buildings I've ever gone in. And they give you these receipts that are about 40 feet long. And I had to get this blood pressure medication and there was no one there. It was great. I was in and out before because I've, like, I had this weird thing about targets, that one night I was thinking I'm gonna sit there and count how many people come out in because not as not the same amount leave. I think it's like an alien transportation center. One of those aisles, you you get you forget what you were looking for. They're so huge, those places. Fucking, I just they just have weird feeling. I don't like going in those things. So I was very successful today. I was in and out of in and out of CVS. And uh, do you want your receipt? No, I don't want the receipt. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, you know, this idea of emptiness would mean insubstantiality. Yes. So everything is inherently empty of substance because it's an appearance. Yes. Yeah. So just like if you had, uh, like in movie sets, they have a they build the front of a house and there's an appearance of a house, but it's empty. There's no house. Yes. So this is dreaming. So everything in dreaming is an appearance, and it's inherently empty of existence, so to speak. Yeah. The only thing that's bringing it to be seen is the existence of us. Yeah. So we're giving it a meaning. 
And if this was a real place, then the reality of these things would impose their reality on us. But it isn't. This is a subjective experience. This is dreaming 101. And everything is inherently empty. Yeah. Yeah. It gives a lot of peace, right? If you don't have to give weight to every experience you encounter, like traveling in real faith, not in the in the subjective head experience, but real faith that that the emptiness is real, and that I'm just, you know, the like Shakespeare said, the world's a stage and players merely actors, and I'm not the chief critic anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. And the thing is to see the the head has an interpretation. So our experience now is we're experiencing the interpretation of the head. Yeah. So during the day, one of the experiences this event is having is experiencing the interpretation of the head. Yeah. The head is not talking about that which is experiencing. It's a it's a story. Yes. So that which is experiencing is experiencing the story of that which is experiencing. <laughs> and which one falls first? Obviously, the story of that which one that's experiencing, because it isn't. <laughs> because you're experiencing it. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fullness of emptiness recognize the emptiness of emptiness yeah <laughs> yeah there's a fullness in emptiness that the emptiness of emptiness does not have right yeah so emptiness that, is not empty yeah yeah so you can see it from that fullness of emptiness and then uh it's revealed it's like, you know, we used to tell a story about uh, you have a perfect breakfast nook, you know, uh, really nice and got the sunlight and you got 30 different boxes of cereal, but there's nothing in any of them. <laughs> so it looks like you got it all made. I got cereal for a year, but there's no cereal. Yeah. The box is appearing, but there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you. Nice to meet you. See you again. Meet you and see you or whatever. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. You're welcome, Brian. Anyone else, uh, Kerry? Oh, we got uh, our friend Emerson from Long Beach. Hey. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Um, glad to be here. Grateful to be here. Um, you know, Paul, I'm really grateful for the consistency, the clarity. Um, the unity of your message, it doesn't change. I've listened to a lot of older things and the message doesn't change. And for me, I had a real experience this weekend with how hearing this over and over, something just fell away. And what happened is um, I had the experience, I was doing therapy for quite a while, over a year. And it just occurred to me, and this is for me that all I was doing was like stoking the engine of self. I'm talking about the same shit over and over on loop. And with and it, it was just odd. It was like, all I'm doing is like feeding self. And, um, and then it went a little further. It also occurred to me that there was like no end game. There was no end to this. This could go on forever. And um, I, like you had said earlier in the meeting, like, you know, I was, I was trying to liberate what didn't need to be liberated. And I felt that, and there was no like grasping to hold on to it. It just kind of went out with the tide, but the recognition of it was very clear. And, um, I, you know, in the past, I would have tried to hold on to things like that. Well, you know, like, what if I let it go? Is something going to happen? It just, it just went away. And, um, I really, I appreciate, again, like the clarity and consistency of the message, because whatever time with this was for me that this happened, uh, I it seems like that had a lot to do with it. It just, um, it's like something landed. 
just mm -hmm. like a few months ago when I had that thing about like, oh, burning sage or doing this or that would bring me closer to God. It, it you know, that just went away. I, I had the knowing or seeing of that. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what happened. And um, um, sitting here in satsang and um, being a part of this, I think, um, you know, made that possible. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it, but it, it I don't know, it just happened, but I know it's, um, it was powerful and I know it's, it's real, it's right that that happened, so. Very good, great. Okay. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, see, you saw that which needed to get therapy, yeah, so before you were seeing therapy as something that you needed now you saw you're not that which is needing therapy right that's, exactly that's, if you want to look at it as an aperture of a camera the aperture moves and in this in this message or invitation the the aperture moves and captures more of you the you that you're not, yeah? So before everyone wanted to get awake and clear like this, but this is like this, you get to seen, you get to be seen as something that's always before the camera when we are that which is behind the camera. And that which is before the camera is destined to be before the camera, yeah? What's behind the camera is not going to be known by that which is before the camera. But that which is before the camera can be known from that which is behind and behind the camera. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know the other interesting part was, and I've heard you say this several times, was um, um, if I'm still talking about the same things, you know, and nothing's happening, either the diagnosis is wrong or the solution is wrong. And that was like really clear. I mean, it just was like, oh. This is what is this is what he's talking about. I mean, so anyway, yeah, that's where it's at. Well, fantastic, bro. Thanks yeah. for the share. Yeah. This is an, I, I really appreciate everyone, Brian and everyone else sharing today. Very nice. Yeah, it's, I, what you're describing, I've gone through. Yes, Emerson and Brian and stuff. I, I've fallen down those same stairs. It's wonderful, really. <laughs> so um, it's really happy when i hear uh something that's intimate to me yeah just like when i we used to read the big book of aa uh all the things they described as the problem and then over time all the the, the descriptions of the effect of the solution was so intimate to me all of it yeah and this is another uh this way of life now, the intimacy is when people share these things like that, where they see that which they used to look from. Uh, yeah, we're simpatico, bro. Yeah. <laughs> world of no bros. Yes. So, yeah. No, a, thank you. It's a good sign because it leads to more. And then you'll just be. Uh, you know, you'll see you're not that which is being is uh, that's you're not that which is agitated. That's all. And uh, I mean, the clearest diagnosis comes from that which is not agitated about that which is agitated. The agitated diagnosis of the agitated is usually wrong. <laughs> so, but when you see it from the stillness, yeah, you realize yeah you realize a lot really the agitation that's provoking you to look for peace will not be able to entertain peace it won't because it's of time so if it runs into peace it's going to feel will i be in peace tomorrow and it'll just get anxious about peace mm -hmm. it can't help itself it's nothing See, we have our identity and qualities mixed up. It's that which is presented as us doesn't have our qualities. It doesn't. 
It has very limited qualities. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, and in one way, that's beautiful. And don't and then don't allow it to. Well, it's not an it, but us taking on its qualities as ours is the bondage of self. Yeah, it's sort of like you can reach twelve feet, but what you're wearing only allows you to reach six feet. And what you're wearing, which is actually, let's say, a coat you think is your skin, so you never entertain the possibility you can take it off. And if you mm -hmm. just took it off, you wouldn't have to try to go to stretching classes. You would <laughs> twelve feet. Yeah, there would be no need to go to stretching classes to try to break. I can only reach six feet. No, you, you, you would reach twelve feet. This is what happens. So once you start seeing the bondage of self, uh, there's going to be less of the effects of the bondage of self. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. See, when you say bondage of self, people, the head splits into a dualistic thing, and now self wants to get out of the bondage of self, which is a larger part of the bondage of self that most of us don't notice, yeah? So, because one of the self is called Paul, and to Paul, it makes complete sense to try to get out of self because now Paul has come to the conclusion that self is what has defeated it. Unbeknownst to Paul, <laughs> Paul is self. Paul is an appearance. It's like the same appearance with another mask, yeah? Now you objectified the mask of self. Oh, that's not me, but you're wearing another mask of self. So self can't get out of self. It was a very hard earned realization in early recovery that self can't get out of self because people kept trying to do it. <laughs> and finally, it brought to us, many of us to a point that it became a, a famous saying in our community, self can't get out of self, which is if that can be, if there's a hearing of that, it's such a relieving message. Yeah. The dilemma is that you've been calling something Paul, which isn't Paul. Yeah. Paul doesn't need to have to get out of self if it's whatever paul not being paul but the idea of paul as self it's never going to work i mean i shot so much coke you know i should have went to the 11th dimension of whatever they talk about yeah i mean i was willing to pay with my, this life to get away from self i swear i induced overdoses with coke because I felt for the last 30 seconds, I'd be free from self at least before the heart went or the, mm -hmm. you know, the heart blew or something. I really did. And it was, a, it, it seemed like it was worth it. I wanted to get out of that fucker. Yeah. I didn't know I was trying to get out of it as it. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> but once I saw it, there was a convincing. Yes, I'm convinced. Yeah. All right. Thanks. thanks. All right. Thank you. Uh, anyone else, Carrie? I don't see anyone. Well, let's say goodbye then. And just actually, if anyone comes out with something, we'll we'll keep going. I don't care. So let's say there's two Paul Hedemans in here. Oh, there's a very nice Paul Hedeman. I can see. Then there's a, a, another Paul Hedeman. Uh, let me go to this Paul Hedeman over here. Hey, Paul. How are you, Paul? You're doing good. You're very calm and loving. I, I haven't known you to be like that before this. Well, nice to meet you. It's a new... That's David. Nice to see David from down under. No meat, no eggs. Just no meat and no eggs, but still you got mayonnaise. That's good. Kerry, thanks for jumping in, man. 
Yeah. Carolyn, I can't see it. Greg in Minneapolis uh, is going to get a scarf sent from Melbourne. From uh, It's going to be autographed Craig's Corner. Yes, from Craig May. We got Marty, the Wi-Fi man. Wi-Fi is good, Marty, eh? Yeah. Craig May. Nice to see you, bro. Dennis, William Stamps, Christine and Youngstrom. Oh, Youngstrom. Ah, nice. Kathleen, there she is. All's well, Kathleen. Yes. Uh, yes. Nothing could be any better. Oh, great, honey. And I, and I wanted to just tell you, I remember when I was so confused and we talked a little bit um, when I was confused and I told you about it in this format and um, not that long ago, really. And you just gave me permission to stay confused and it was okay. And I remember, like, I just put so much faith in the message. And it really, um, that confusion really almost drove me crazy. And uh, it got me to a place where I didn't know what to do. I was so confused and I reached out to a new. And uh, I was talking on the phone to a new, like within the next couple of minutes or something. And I'm saying to her, like, I don't know what I'm saying to her. And then she says some things back to me. And she doesn't even know what she said back to me. Because when we talked the next time, I said, you, I said, you don't, I don't know if you know you said this, but I caught it. But I don't know if you even yeah. noticed that you said it. And it was, <laughs> Kathleen has got to go. <laughs> and it went. And, um, and she kept talking, but I, I stopped like at that point, like, okay, this is new. And, it, and I'm sure I've probably heard it a hundred times. Can't self, can't get out of self and just all of it. But that, just that sentence and that a new didn't say to me, that was the one I needed at that time. It was magical. And then just, you know, the other things that came after that, just the, just the solidifying of the understanding and the and the message just permeating and um since this little thing that happened to me around February of this past year, I think it's um it's deepening. The understanding is deepening and I've been promised that this was gonna be the case, you know, and the the traveling later just becomes lighter and lighter and it's because of that thing that I recognize that. I'm not Kathleen. I am not this character that has been labeled this, you know. And so uh, I'm thanks for calling my name out and um and having a new there as host so I could say that with her present because I wouldn't want to have I wouldn't have wanted to say that without her being here. And hmm. um just really appreciate so much this all of you and this format and this this Zen bitch slap. Thing is something, Paul. Thank you. Well, thank you, honey. Thank you very much. Esther has left the room. No, there she is. Nice to see you, Esther. Yeah, what a lovely character. Oh, yeah. Nice to see you, Esther. Thank you, Paul. It's wonderful. Yeah, you can go back to the light. <laughs> calling you. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Very nice, honey. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, we have Layla. L-A-L-A, Lala, Layla. Lala. Lala, Lala, great. We have uh, met you before, I think, yes? Yeah, I've been a couple of times. Yeah, I needed, and I had forgotten the lesson of your name. <laughs> Lala, that's cool. Nice to see you. Thank you for having me. Uh, no problem. More than welcome. Mia, Mia, it's getting dark wherever you are. Yeah, I'm outside in the garden, but oh. beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. 
Brian, thank you so much for sharing, bro. Yeah. Alan O. Alan is, uh, I'm going to be running into Alan in Sicily. That's going to be cool. And remember, I think there's still spots. If you ever get motivated, we're going to have a retreat in Sicily in October, early, like October 3rd to the 10th. We had one last year in uh, another province in Italy. And uh, yeah, you're more than welcome. It's on the website. It was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure to meet new people. So uh, Alan O, we got Susan H. I've met Susan quite a lot. Nice to see you, honey. Thank you. Susanna, she's going to be running in Sicily. Yes. Yes, she's got a, her running shoes. She's got the running maps. You can run to Mount Etna. Yeah. Brian D. and Min. Oh, good. Minnesota. You hope you're doing well. There she is. Nice to see you, Susanna. You're coming to Sicily. I know that. Yes, that's good. Zoe Banks also. I'm going to call every day to her school a bomb scare all of October. Yes. So you'll be able to be in Italy. Yeah, I am. I'm going to start calling a bomb scare. <laughs> For the next 10 days, school must be closed. I'm going to blow up something important in Arkansas. I just don't know what's important in Arkansas. You'll have to tell me. All right. We have, uh, Cassandra, thank you for your share yesterday, Cassandra. I think it was yesterday. Yes, another... thank you. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Tommy, another one there. We've got Craig May. Uh, we went to see, I saw Craig already. Uh, Tommy, Lynn D. Oh, Lynn, I always get to see the sun and the curtains. That's pretty cool. Has a phone? Hmm. Carolyn? All right. Well, listen, thanks, everyone. I had a, I hope you had a nice time tonight. Nice, enjoyable. Yes. The certainty permeates. Yes. So it's, it is good. It's like going into an oxygen chamber. You don't know, there's nothing in the room, but you feel better when you leave. Yeah. Get some, some fresh air, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. I'll see some of you tomorrow, Thursday. Recovery. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Good night. Thank you. Thank you for all your shares, Kathleen and everyone. Fantastic, Brian.